All right, we are in Studio B. Welcome to Pass the Mic Friday, December 22nd, 2023. We've made it to the last day before break, and we've also made it to episode 99. Oh. Man, how do you... <laughs> you just you just practice this. How I know. You screw I, that up? We've made it. They didn't say we'd make two episodes at first, and we made two episodes. Yeah. They didn't say we'd make a year, and we made a year. And they didn't say we'd make two years, and we made two years. I don't want to say we're going to make 100, because we don't want to jinx ourselves. Who's they? Well, the Allen Park duo. Oh, okay. Um, the doctors on staff here. <laughs> um, I don't know who else. I don't know who else. Uh, did they really say that or no? I know they. I don't they know. I don't think they did. I okay. just think they doubted possibly. Yeah, I always but, wonder who they are. Yeah, Maybe well, that's a hot mic. I never even got Mike Gervasi joining me across the table. Oh, yeah. Welcome. Hi. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Ooh. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Happy holidays. Yeah, um, we had a lot. We had a lot of feedback last week from our um, episode with um, the Carlson Radio with B. Gresh and Sauce host Bryce Gresham and Evan Reynolds. Yeah. Um, you want to start with that? With what you have? Uh, yeah. Well, let me go back two weeks. Okay. Uh, Tom Peck. How could we? The, the graphics guy. Yes. Uh, mentioned he was in a play. He was Benedict Arnold in his in an elementary <laughs> school play. Yes. I. I mean, very uh, advanced. Plays, I think, for elementary school. Yeah, I hope Tom's not upset with us. No, I mean, great. I, I, I would love to see what his rendition was. Was yeah. this like in Hamilton or something? <laughs> was Benedict Arnold in Hamilton? Am I? I don't know. Yeah, Tom, let us know. Okay. Let us know some sort of creative if, way. Was he like seen as a traitor in elementary school typecast? Ooh, does that man? Does that stick with you? I don't know. Maybe that's why he hasn't gotten any other starring episodes, <laughs> or starring roles. <laughs> Um, all right, Antoine, past the Mitch. Uh, he loved Mervins and uh, let, that's, oh, the mall, Mervins, yeah. yeah. And he great steak and potato is an underrated yeah. uh, restaurant. Smooth Criminal, a favorite of Michael Jackson, but he would put a favorite. But I'm bad with Michael with Wesley Snipes. Um, seems to be his preferred preferred one. And then Jill Berg, I mentioned the mall. I found this pretty amusing. He gives her back pain. Yeah, the hard floors. Yeah. I'm, that's one of the things I'm impressed. They redid those floors. They're very nice. No connection to the next thing I'm saying. Yes. I just noticed this on Facebook. No connection. Okay. She turned 50. Happy birthday, Oh, Joe. yes. Happy birthday on the day we're recording. We're recording yeah, yeah, yeah. this on the 20th. The 20th, yes. Happy birthday to you, yes. And But she also mentioned she used to walk them all. Yeah. After with, right, right Nolan in a baby carriage or something? Yeah. And, and Bill apparently does the moonwalk. Oh, yes, and that's why Billie Jean is... Yes. Oh, Billie Jean's... Yes, I forgot. Elizabeth that. Pate reached out as well. Um, she agrees with me that the mall is on its deathbed. Yeah. Oh, because Joe mentioned... She also said I should go to the mall. I should buy more jewelry more often. Yes, just yes. just get it cleaned only twice a year. Yeah, you jerk. Inspect it. Yes. Uh, but uh, Elizabeth mentioned, and then she even mentioned, like, the shoe selection, not good. Uh, you know, they, they were shopping for shoes, and, you know... I tend to believe, too, like, you know... The Ma- Shoe dorks. Anyway, go ahead. Macy's. It, it, it's just all, it's not that great. And then, you know, like the food court story, I was we're working the clock yesterday. Mr. Reed, Michael Reed's father. Yeah. Um, I don't know his first name, but not the best uh, with names here. But he mentioned out of nowhere, not even a listener, mentioning that he's explaining to his son about the food court and how much he missed it. And then yeah. it's under the atrium. And no one, I got to find an old picture of that I'm going to put on the Facebook page. Which, speaking of that, I found the oh, picture of yes. Nate dressed Boy, as you got a lot of love for that yeah, one. That's a great, I, can you <laughs> That's how you get the ladies. You put Wait, the pictures. I get yourself. that picture, or Nate gets the ladies. Well, both. Okay, you're the you're the loving dad. Yes. Well, yeah. I that was all my. I got to give a big shout out to my sister Katie. She's the hip, cool aunt. Yeah. And she gets all this stuff, and you know, I think they're even going to see Drake in Columbus together. Katie oh, and Nate, Drake, overrated. <laughs> 
Like, so listen, let me ask you a question. Yes. Let's come back to Elizabeth Pate for a second. Okay. You hear her name. Yes. Okay. First off, the Pates are dear friends. Of yes. Mine. Very you, loyal listeners. Yes. You hear the name Elizabeth. Does yes. anything ever come to your mind? Elizabeth Pate or just Elizabeth? Elizabeth. Yeah, it's my daughter's middle name. Nothing else. I wonder how much she gets this. Elizabeth, I'm coming to join you. Oh, Still doesn't know. I, I went, okay, Sanford and Sud was a show from the 70s. I get it, but that that's old. Like I, the, if you ask me who's the most famous Elizabeth that you know, who would you say? Or online, would you use that? Elizabeth Taylor? Elizabeth Taylor, probably. But I'm like just thinking of like when I hear that, like when you first, I'm thinking of like Miss Elizabeth, the macho man. I thought oh, that's almost, I thought when you started that voice, I thought, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. no. Well, okay, that was, that was my feeble attempt at Fred Sanford. Yes, but I'm more of the macho man. That's the '80s. You're calling me old. I'm, not I'm just making old. fun of you because. Well, I clearly, think of a, I think of Elizabeth. I think of Chloe's middle name, and we're actually lame because we did E L I S A B E T H. We used Elisa's first name. Well, hold on a second. Yeah. Just for clarity's sake, yeah. Sanford and Son was a show from the '70s. Yes. Starred Red Fox. I'm familiar with it. <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't. I don't. I don't know as many lines from shows of the '70s as I do the '80s. So or Elizabeth 90s. doesn't ring a bell from that. Fred no. Sanford. I, was, I knew that that was from that. I oh knew man. when you were doing the act when you were grasping your chest. I knew what you were going to do, but I just. I, I have a bad feeling you're going to get. Ripped for this one, almost as bad as Top Gun. We'll see. Well, Maybe well, I'm we'll wrong. see. I, I wonder how many people out there know Miss Elizabeth more than that line that you have. All right. Well, we'll I, I can't wait on this one. Okay. Now, I was a big fan of Miss Elizabeth, too. I'm not saying I was. I wasn't. How could you not be a fan of Miss Elizabeth? Eh, macho overrated. Man didn't deserve her. He was a jerk. No, I was a Macho Man fan. I wanted him He's always to beat, to beat Hogan. I was always a Macho Man guy. It figures. You always. Yeah, and I love that he had the. Uh, the the graduate pomp and circumstance was his entrance music. <laughs> but you are you are the ultimate hater. How could you want Hogan to lose? Oh, how could you not like Macho Man? Because he was a bad guy. Oh, he was he was a Macho Macho Man was where it at was where it was at. All right, all right, all right. All right. Speaking, we can, we're not going to be able to slide in Macho Man Randy Savage's mic in any way. But do you have a mic of the week? I do, and I'm doing a song again. Okay, all right. 19- song, oh, okay, man. You're boy. You're twice. Coming. Yep. But I got to do it. Okay, Mike and the Mechanics. No. Do you believe in them? Oh, no, no, no. I forget that. <laughs> oh, living years. Oh, yeah. yeah. All I need is a miracle. All I need what is a miracle. I mixed up all I need is a miracle. God, you're as bad with that as you all are. All I rap. need is a miracle. I'm surprised you don't You know what that. band know. Well, they were? the guy was from originally? You can let me do this. Okay, go, go, go on. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm just I joking. think he was like the guitarist from uh, Phil Collins' band. Genesis. Uh, Genesis. Yeah, I think you're right. Okay. My mic is the song Microphone Fiend by Eric B. and Rakim, an 80s rap group. You don't know them, clearly. When Max has the music, okay. now I'm not messing with you. He does play a song by Eric Bean Rock. I'm not that one. Okay. Don't Sweat the Technique is what he plays. Now, that's an 80s rap song, very popular one. So I'm, I, you look clouded. Right? You I, look like I, you have I, no you're gonna idea have what's to send going me. On. I already have to do the album cover for Beastie Boys. Beastie. That one I wasn't going to have a problem with. You're going to have to send me a link to some album art or something to get this song up. Microphone not, Fiend. Yeah. Okay, there's a thing called Google, I'm sure. Uh, okay. I'll do it for you. All right. A link would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> so two straight songs. I'm sure no listeners will have any problems with that. I'm, I'll probably get blasted, but I felt like I had to do it. Microphone, pass the mic, short for okay, microphone. That's fine. I don't. Again, we our rules. You can. Do, yeah, it's do our it, show. Do whatever man. you like. Yes, Mike and the Mechanics is still available. I could. I guess I could there do that. Was, Maybe I'll do that in another week. In a couple <laughs> weeks. All right, education topic. I, you know, last year we said it's the reason for the season, and we picked that shopping malls overrated, underrated. Well, also reason of the season. I wanted to. I thought about what about things of value and just gifts in general. So I thought, what 
talking about this week, the value of just in general, the general, and not just high school, but the general of, and we've both attended public education, our kids are attending public education, and we obviously work in public education. What values do we see beyond the diploma? Mm-hmm. The beyond the diploma. The diploma is obviously the ends of the means. You know, you're obviously you want to get educated. Um, and, you know, I was, you know, I don't know if you have any private school background in your family no, at all. No, I never had any, um, you know, my, my parents were public school. Um, um, we, I have family that worked in public schools. I think, you know, like, so we've always been very pro public schools, I guess sure. I put it. So there's obviously you, you know, and I think your family, much like mine, while they weren't, um, we were both first generation college. We did, however, value the education, mm-hmm. valued the school system. Like I, you know, you know, my dad still comes around to stuff and you know, does these sorts of things. My parents all want to know when there's a bond issue and that sort of thing. So with that, I just want to know what your thoughts are. What values do you see both, not just as an educator, but as a parent, as a as a child yourself? What values do you attach most to public education now? So I, I ultimately. I think it comes down to what you believe education is for. Is it? And again, there's no answer for this. And I actually had a conversation with with Kelly Sims on staff recently about this because we're learning about court cases. Some of them are really, really interesting, and some of them are just, oh, good lord, I got to teach this one now. And you know, her point was kind of like, do the kids really need to know this? And my argument is, I think if you go down that slope of, do they really need to know it? It can never end. And so I think it's better to know things than not know things. With that in mind, though, I, I taught today history, you know, the, the Japanese invasion of China. And this is a horrifying event. It's it's kind of a lost event. It's pre-World War II by definition because the years of World War II, according to the history books, is 39 to 45, but it happened before. But I digress. Getting to the actual point here. Uh, the kids were wa- we were watching this video, and, and I think the, this is where the value of education comes in. They are not going to need to know that in 1937 Japan invaded China. That, that's not something they're going to have to know in life. They're not going to be they're not going to get a job because of it. But the, what the kids heard from me, what they saw in a video, they were all engaged, all 35 kids, because the humanity is there. And so, I think when we get to the point where we constantly stress, well, our kids going to need this later in life? And we keep asking that question. I think they lose empathy. I think they lose, and I'm always speaking from a history perspective. I think they lose the well-roundedness that comes with an education. My hunch is of the 35 kids in that class or the 35 I had earlier, very few, if any, will go into history. And yet they watch this thing today. I think they develop an appreciation. I think the subjects can do that for students if we allow them to. Uh, I'm not one that is entrenching myself in education has to continue this way. I do think changes have to be made. And we've talked about some of those things over the two years we've been here. But nonetheless, um, I I was really, really proud of what I do today. And I I thought to myself, you know, Kelly and I get along, so this is not a shot on her, but I'd like her to see this and, you know, tell me at this point the kids don't need to know this information. You know, and I get that when I teach a lot of different things because so many profound things have happened historically and I, I just feel like it creates a well-rounded person where you understand the perspective of others. And I have, I have the fortune of having a young lady right now, a foreign exchange student from Taiwan, 
who can address these issues because Taiwan formed out of China and, you know, so forth and so on. And she discussed it and the perspective that they have still to this day. And I think students that now you get the perspective of a person who's actually there. She can tell you a little bit about how they're feeling about this. And the value of what they got in class today, I think, cannot be quantified, certainly with a job later in life or anything like that. But I think the value of empathy and just learning things is better for everybody. Very well said. Wow, man, I'm going to have a tough time following that. I think that I think too often it's easy to pick on public education. And it's the same old bit. Man, I'm glad I learned about the, you know, the FOIL method or yeah. the uh, periodic table as I'm trying to do my taxes. Right. Or the famous – or balance a checkbook or Bal- this or that. Right. And it's like at what point what – what, what, at what point is the school responsible for everything? Okay, first of all, doing your taxes, you know, way back in the day – I had an economics teacher that did it. Like we, she'd bring in copy. You know, you used to have them in the library. There's, you know, they bring you the forms, and we, she'd give us like a, um, a fictitious situation, like with income, and we do like an easy form and whatever. All right, uh, but at a certain point, as an adult, you have responsibilities that you need to learn. Yeah, that are beyond what school right. is. Right. My dad used to say, "You're not taking the car, you're not driving the car until you know how to take off a tire and change a tire." They don't teach, you know, unless you right. took auto shop, they didn't teach right. that, right. you know, and some people don't know how to do that. You know, they, they just call AAA or they're stranded, I guess. So I, I, I think that becomes an easy joke of, of like, and yes, and listen, I'm not a math guy and there were certain math things sure. that I never used. And that was before the technology we have now, before we have like laser levels now that you can set in a room, right? And that will measure, measure a room and whatever. Obviously technology has improved a lot of stuff. Um, so, but you're right. There are certain subject areas and certain things that just learning and being a better person and learning about and taking it. Yeah. You may not have to regurgitate the facts. Okay. No matter what you're going to do, but it's still, it's, it's unlike what some people may claim, there's nothing wrong with becoming a more educated person. Like I I don't understand. We've talked, I mean, we're beating a dead horse about this sort of anti-education backlash. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, For me, and this is where the importance comes and I'm not here to knock homeschooling or anything like that. But the social aspects, the yeah. social, and not just social, but the social aspects of, even if you don't want to be a social, you know, there are plenty of kids here that don't do a sport, that don't do an extra. They come and get their business done. They come, they do their school, you know, and that's fine. Not everyone, you know, there's there's not something for everyone. There's something for a lot of people. Right, right. But there's not something for everyone. And, and as much as we try, I mean, there's 1,100 kids here. That's a lot of different interests. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I get it. And I, again, obviously not everyone's an athlete and not everyone can play a musical instrument. Okay, amongst other things. But even just the so of interacting and being with other people and possibly having to work in a group or just understanding that people come from different backgrounds than you do. And then for me, because like going to school here in Gibraltar and then the next step and being able to do that on a university level is so important mm-hmm. because even in, I mean, there's very, schools are still segregated. I'm not, we're not earth-breaking news here, right? Right. They're still very, just based upon real estate. Like, I mean, yes, we have, there are smaller minority populations here, but I don't think it's reflective of the national average. No, no. And so, and then there are also groups that you don't ever see here until you get to a university level where you multiply things tenfold and you're like, wow, there is a lot out here and I do have to under, you know, and, and so to me, if you don't get any of that, at least at the school level, you, at the public school level, you get that. I also think at the public school level, all this extra stuff from elementary on, little things like the, you know, back in elementary school, everyone had to do the school musical, right? Mm-hmm. You know, Nate is not, was never, neither of my kids were going to be musicians. They got the recorders, you know, 
Miss Godfelt, Godfeltly did a great job at Chapman, you know, Monticello. I'm sorry, I'm thinking, I'm thinking of her maiden name. Monter, I didn't know that. Yes. Um, did, you know, and, but my kids had it, yeah. you know, and they did it and they did it and they, and it, even though it wasn't going to be their thing through high school, they still did it. And I'm glad they did it. It's like we told kids the other day, right? K through 12 is at the time where all of these opportunities are going to be as cheap and available as possible. Sports, clubs, things to try. They only get more expensive and only harder to do with your time. That to me is one of those things that are, that are hard to put a value on in public education. That I think that, yes, our nine-to-five job of educating is always there, but the things that are there in the background that can help maybe save some kids, um, you know, find something, you know, find a passion, I think that's what's extremely valuable. And then, you know, like I said, just learning how to work with others. Yeah, and I think every every kid, you said there's not something for everybody here, but in, in terms of extracurriculars, but there is somebody for everybody here, right? Yes. And you're going to find someone who has like-minded interests, whatever it is, and I guess for me personally, you know, I have developed, I just sitting, I'm not an artistic person. I really wish I was. I got to sit in with uh, Jeff Simons and David Brockington, they, both former guests. Mm-hmm. They did a school play. And man, I, I never scoffed at any of that stuff, but I really yeah. developed a much greater appreciation for how hard those students work, how difficult, how challenging it is, you know, and, and musical instruments. I, I can see that now how artistically becoming better at something like that can make you a much more well-rounded person. And we have so much here that to offer at, at the school. So I agree with you fully in that regard. The socialization process is so important. Yeah. I, I was a play director way back at the beginning of my career and I've coached varsity sports, announced varsity sports, hardest job extra I ever did yeah. in the play. Hardest extra I ever did. And I think the hardest thing for a kid, because when it comes down to it, you're on your own on the stage. Yeah. There's no, there's no subbing out, right? You know, there's no second string. Yeah, there's no, there's no timeout, right? Like it's right. like you're, you know, like if you call in a play in a basketball game and the kids, and I know this never happened in your eighth grade career. All of a sudden, they're not lined up for the play. No, never. Yeah, you could call a timeout and try to salvage yeah. it. You know, like right. it's, there's no, there's none of that in the play. So we'd love to hear what people's. No, again, our heads aren't in the clouds or in the sand. 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 We know well, the clouds. We know well the clouds. We'd be saying everything's great. Everything's There's nothing great. wrong right. with that's public true. education. That's true. That's true. Um, but I again, I will still stay to this point that I, and obviously it pays the bills. So of course yeah. I'm going to say right. It, it's definitely more of a positive than a negative. And, and I and I'm thankful. We talk about this stuff off the air sometime that some of the recent attacks in the last year or two, and I don't even think of them as much as tax as I think of ploys to win elections, ploys yeah. to win elections that didn't work for the most part, mm-hmm. I think are going to fade back a little because people realize, wait a minute, man, this isn't what's really happening. Right. This litter box and bathroom stuff that you might see on a certain news channel or people dressed as, you know, you know, one story gets out of some weird, you know, it, that's not public education. Litter box doesn't happen. I, you know, <laughs> a vape box, maybe. I don't know about a litter <laughs> box. But I mean, like, so, and I think what, and of course, what always happens with elections, oh, this plan isn't working. We're dropping. Try something sorry. We'll, sorry, group that we had you all organized. This isn't working. Yes, we'll we got to find another group yeah. that gets enough people fake angry to win an election. So speaking of that, I think Kid Rock's back to drinking Bud Light. So <laughs> That was an odd segue. I don't, I don't get the connection. Well, yes. all right. So our segue, though, for overrated, underrated, it's the reason for the season. Gift cards. Gift cards. Big deal right around this time of year. Big cards. Uh, gift cards everywhere you go. Has deals. Buy more on gift cards. Get this on gift cards. So I figured what a great overrated, underrated um, it can be anything you want. If there's a certain gift card you think is great, lousy, or just in general, what do you got as your overrated gift cards? 
So if I could do this over again, I, w- I would nix this idea. Topic? Yeah. Oh, why? You're afraid you're going to offend somebody? Yeah. Uh, recently. All right, like, first of all, let's start this right now. No matter what we say here, I am not offended if I ever get a gift card from somebody. Okay. Okay. I want. I'm going to now. If you don't agree with me, no. Likewise, I'm never offended. No, I don't and care. I'm. I. If you are offended for me giving you one, then I'm sorry because it's going to happen sometimes. No, I don't want. Okay, forget the offend part because okay. I'm going to get. We're going to. I'm going to take heat for this. You're too right. worried about offending. Okay. So I'm just going to say there are. Let me preface by saying overrated doesn't mean bad. Number one. Number two. <laughs> never heard that. I don't go to. I. I enjoy coffee shops. Any one yeah. of them you name. Okay, right. I think you could find something at any one. There's certain coffees I like better than others, but any one. Mm-hmm. However, coffees are super expensive in certain places. Yes. So if if I get a gift card to a certain place, uh, certain coffee shops, and I have my kids, I end up going. I just find it really amusing when I get a gift card. I take my two kids, and I end up spending money oh. anyway. Well, that, that's the whole. That's what gift cards do. They do. But I think it happens more at certain coffee shops. So that's what I... Also, the, the whole ploy of gift cards, you get one and you end up spending more money yes. that you wouldn't have spent. Yes. That's the... I mean, when you go to like these places, they're like, buy $50, we're going to give you a $10 one. Yeah. They, lo- they love that. Oh, that, they, that $10 ones, they're not losing $10. They're making another 30 because you're not going to spend $10. Right. That's the whole... I mean, well, first of all, the businesses love them when you don't end up using them and you end up... They end up fall, you know, disappearing. Right. And they, that happens a lot. I thought of this story, and the reason I put it on is a family, it was on TikTok, they were going on a Disney vacation. You ever hear of Disney World? No. It's down in Florida. It's a big amusement park. So they also own a network. Hot, I don't know if you know about sweaty that. Sweaty. Yes. So they own a network of uh, shows. Angry parents. Well, this family. Whining kids. Now, have you heard of people doing this? They buy gift cards. Um, so say you had a flight on Delta. and Or say you wanted to buy like a refrigerator at Lowe's, like I had to recently. Mm-hmm. And instead of just doing what most normally sane people do and going to Lowe's with a credit card or cash, I guess we had a lot of cash, and saying, hey, I'd like this refrigerator and handing them a credit card, some people think, I'm going to outsmart the system. I'm going to go get Lowe's gift cards at Kroger and get thousands of gas points, I guess, and then go to Lowe's and buy the refrigerator with all the gas. Oh, wow. Have you heard of people doing this? I have this? not. Are you being serious? You've never yeah, I've never heard that. So people do this. People do this. Wow. All right. Now, I get it here and there. Like, if you have an Apple Music subscription and you're, you're just billing it to your credit card, well, why not just go buy, like, a $200 Apple card and it pays it for the year? You know what sure. I mean? So, I, I, you know, here or there. Right. Well, this Disney family were going to Disney, like a big group of them. And they, it was like a $10,000 bill they wanted to. So they, were, they went and bought $10,000 worth of Disney gift cards. Small problem. They bought them for Disney Plus, which is different than Disney <laughs> World. So they have subscriptions oh, to Disney no. Plus for the next... I don't know. <laughs> We're laughing at people's misfortune. I'm not right laughing. Now. I'm not laughing. You first just all, laughed. I laughed. First of all, Disney adults deserve that a little bit. And Ooh. secondly, oh man. <laughs> secondly, <laughs> secondly, uh, I hope certain people aren't listening. Secondly, man. secondly, um, I don't think I'd ever do any sort of transaction ten thousand dollars in gift cards. It's just too high risk for me. Yeah, like a couple. Like I said, oh, if I had a flight, that makes me sick if like stomach. I had a flight Thank that I, okay, if I knew this flight on Delta was four hundred dollars. Maybe I'd go do four hundred dollars in Delta cards or whatever. Yeah. I don't. I don't even think I would. I, I just. But to me, my overrated. So that's the Disney story. But my overrated to me is whenever I get them, for a lot of companies. Now some are good. A certain coffee company, you can put it right on your phone. All right. Um, you know, Apple. Obviously, you could put it right on your phone and it would just 
take right off your you, you, you can put them in a Amazon. You get an Amazon card, mm-hmm. you can load it on your Amazon account and it's there. However, like restaurant ones, some restaurants, I, I get it. Then all of a sudden we're out, people are like, hey, let's go out to eat. It's sitting on my I don't carry around 30 yeah. gift cards with me. Yeah. So I Yeah, if you I, forget I, it. So I'm looking on my desk and there's I was looking the other day, there's a Buffalo Wild Wings card sitting there and I'm like, we just ate there. Dang you know, it. Yeah. You know? So that's my problem with I wish that everyone had the opportunity that you could load into Good a one. wallet. Yeah. You know, JPU's waterfront, I got some gift cards from them that I could. I loaded I forgot to use it the other day. Oh. It was right in my phone. Yeah. That, that's my pop, problem. Yeah. Sometimes gift cards are in the wrong place at the wrong time. You don't have them with you. But they are becoming better with that. They are There are more electronic ones that you could carry around in your phone. But that's my not having them when, ne- when needed. Okay. All right. What do you have as your underrated? So this is going to seem obvious. This was really tough for me, and I thought, and I thought, and I'm just personalizing this. Um, and I, I concluded that I think Amazon and it sounds obvious because they control the world and everything else. And, you know, we know that they're monopoly and whatever else you want to say about them. But there is so much, especially as adults, you know, it's so difficult to buy for a lot of adults. It really, like I think of my dad who I don't have the option to get him an Amazon gift card, but he doesn't like anything I ever buy him. So to me, hey, here's this card. It's, all, you know, just go buy what you want. And you can get it a lot of things at different prices that you want, a lot of different, you know, types of uh, purchases you could do. So I'm just going to Amazon just for that reason. You know what? That's exactly what mine is. I started talking about it earlier in my overrated. You can put it on your account. You can do whatever you want with it. You can not have to use it. So like I received some Amazon cards from my cross-country team, which was very nice. And when I had to make a purchase of something that was like more household, I purposely refused to use the gift card because I'm like, I'm not using this gift card to buy, you know, like yeah. a paper towel. Right. That's not real... <laughs> You know, so I, you know, so what's nice is it doesn't. A lot of times with gift cards, it automatically takes them from there to begin with. Yeah, Amazon, you have the option to go back to your credit right, card or whatever right. and and do whatever you want. Um, it, it's not lost; it's there all the yeah, time. Yeah, it's always you, there. It's right. on your account. Um, you're right, and and again, you can get anything. Anything. Man. I mean, they have done what they have done, and now in the speed, and you get it because again, competition does make things better. Yeah. So Amazon had this monopoly. Then all of a sudden Walmart said, okay, we're going to do this. Yeah. We're starting to get hit. Yeah. And Walmart, you know, and I'll give Walmart credit. They said, we're, we're starting to lose. So they started doing this delivery thing where they'll deliver anything to your port. And then Amazon's like, all right, you want to do that? If you're a prime member, we can get to you the next day. Sometimes the day of, if it's over. T- I go out on my walks. I was on a walk this morning at five in the morning. These, it used to be the Amazon truck came once a day, right? Mm-hmm. To your house. Well, I, we're old enough to remember. Remember, it used to be the post office was yeah. Amazon before they mm-hmm. had their own fleet. Then it became an Amazon truck once a day. Mm-hmm. I would say now that there are probably making like at least three runs. You see them all the time. All, and, and really late hours of the night three, sometimes. Yes, and, five in the morning. Yeah. When I'm out on my walk, they're up at like four, four, five in the morning. They're in, they have lights on their arm. They're taking pictures. There's people sometimes in trucks, sometimes people in their own car. I don't know how they're, there's all different routes of doing it because they knew that, hey, okay, Walmart, you can do this. We can do it one step better. And like you said, you can get anything, dog leash, paper towel, books, movies, food, drink. I mean, someone getting an Amazon card, you at least know that they are going to get something they at least want, right? Right. You know, so I'm right with you. I think no offense to anyone that ever gives or gets an Amazon card. I I mean, I, I get it. They buried Borders, but I mean, well, that's what's funny. They all started as a bookstore. Yeah, as an online bookstore. And I loved Borders too, but man, it's, it's but, and now books. I mean, I don't. I think it's almost gone back the other way. People like prefer going to a bookstore, but I'm sure they still buy books from Amazon just because of the ambiance. But yeah, yeah. I, I I went to a place yesterday in Allen Park, and uh, 
found a book that I really, really was interested in, and then just for giggles, I looked it up on Amazon, and the prices were notably cheaper. Yeah, that, and again, it takes a day. Yeah. A day, so it's tough. I mean, but it used to be when everyone mentioned Amazon, the first thing you thought of was books. Yeah. That's not, not nowhere near right. the case now. Correct. Yes. Nowhere near the case. All right. We'd love to hear what people think overrated and underrated. We, we are not soliciting gift cards here on the Pass the Mic show. I just want to make that clear yeah. to all of our audience, especially the audience that audits us every once in a while. Did I mention overrated is not bad? Yes. Okay. Yes, you did. okay. Just making sure. So we are not soliciting gifts on the uh, Pass the Mic show. Um, hot mic take for the week. What do you have for us this last hot mic take of 2023? As we are not going, uh, we didn't make it clear, we're not going to have an episode next week yeah. during the holiday week. We will have a week, an episode, the first week of January when we are off. We'll do a Zoom. Yeah. But what's your hot mic take? Last one of 2023. All right. So I've been debating back and forth. I have two topics, one of which involves books, a specific book that was just released. I think this would be more beneficial for the listener. But I'm going to bring something else up right now, and I'm very frustrated with fantasy football. Oh, my Lord. But I have a proposal. Okay. Okay. So if you think about real sports, what is the reward if you have a better record than your opponent in the playoffs in any sport you can think of? Well, like, I mean, if, you, you're, the, if you're a better record than your opponent in the playoffs, for the most part, for the most part, you will host the playoff game. Now, that's not going to happen with the NFC South division winner this year. No, they all, the division winner always hosts the game. That's what I mean, and they are not they are not going to have a better record than a wild. Oh card yes, team. you're right. Okay, correct. Oh man, you may have just defeated my argument. <laughs> I forgot about that. But by and large, yes, most sports. So ninety some percent of the time, your reward is you get an advantage. You get the home field advantage. Yes. Okay. So in fantasy football this week, there's I, no advantage. No advantage. I lost. So I have a proposal to somebody that snuck into the playoffs largely because of a trade. I'm not going to get into my trade, okay. but the guy I made a tra- Alex Foder has my number. He's a, yeah. a staff member here for years and years. I've lost him in the championship twice. Made a trade with him for my trouble of getting a player who didn't play last week. I owe him a first-round pick. I digress. He snuck in. I had a great season. I lost to him. It's over. Just barely. My proposal is... The person with a better record in fantasy football up to the championship, because Super Bowl in, in football is a neutral site, but to model after the NFL gets a 10-point advantage. I disproved your thing right before you started. You just gave me one example. I did, but that's what's going to happen. Tampa Bay. I'm an NBA fan, Mike. Tampa Bay is probably going to have a worse record than uh, the Cowboys or Eagles. In the NBA, the team with the better record gets an advantage yes, every true, time. True. In Major League Base, did you watch the playoffs this year in Major League what, Baseball? What we're talking Who won the World Series? We probably lost all our listeners now except for the Ren Dog. Hey, Ren Dog, you doing all right out there, buddy? Let me know. <laughs> who won the World Series? I'm serious. Who, who won, won the World the, Series? I don't know who won the World okay. Series. The Dodgers? Uh, see, I'm thinking the Diamondbacks. Oh. Did Phillies? They, I, I have no idea. Okay, so anyway, we'll get looked at it up. We'll get our <laughs> Kent Sakura, you out there? So I'm just asking, like, and also, so you're saying no? My my, idea, I think it's agree. wrong. I think it's bad. All I, mean, right. I mean, and I and you know, it's not all. It's, and again, sometimes home field isn't worth it. Steelers won a Super Bowl going on the road for three straight games. Understood, but remember, I'm an MMA fan. Okay. All right, are you okay with that? Do you get your? Are you feel good? You got that off your chest? No, I feel like you just poo pooed my. I idea. did not. I, well, I did, and I and I well, Ren Dog, let us know what you think because you're probably the only Rangers one. beat the Diamondbacks. Oh, the Rangers. Okay. They had a parade. So the, listen, the Rangers have won more games since November than the Detroit Pistons. Oh, How is that possible? Okay, that's, go on. That's possible. Yeah. All right, my hot mic take. Um, I just want to remind everyone here as we get to this season, um, you don't need to post the Santa's here poster pictures on Facebook. 
<laughs> I'm probably going to be angry at some people here. We don't need, <laughs> nobody needs to see that. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. You know what I'm talking yes, about, right? Yes. Like, I, listen, and I, my, my kids are a little older, you know, yeah. I get it. So, but I, I never was a fan. I, I, I don't know. I just, uh, I just bored people to tears and now you're offending everybody. Do, are, do people, are, I, I don't know. I mean, I get like, Everyone, you know, I love it. Merry Christmas. And we all work hard. Everyone works hard. And there's nothing like spoiling your kids. It's a great feeling, right? Like it's, it's why we do this, right? Like we're working hard and right. I mean, I'm, I, you know, and, but it's like, man, I, I mean, I don't mind pictures on Christmas morning with the kids opening stuff. I don't mind that. I just don't like that. You know what I'm talking about? The one yeah. at night when there's no kids even in it. It's just like your front room with the, the gifts pile. Maybe I should do it this year and put like a lump of coal or something. <laughs> Or like pick up one of Ella's craps and put it under the tree and say, "What about like, a pass the mic uh, a mug or something?" Mug, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Again, I, I'm not trying to be Scrooge or whatever, but that's just my my holiday message. Just uh, you know, if Santa was there, great. Like just you know, oh, put him the next day with the kids enjoying and like holding up the gifts. I always love those old pictures. I wish you know. I wish sometimes I think of like when how goofy I was opening stuff and got like the Cobra, GI Joe black jet and. Probably like so excited. Can you imagine the picture of how you know my dorky glasses, you know, and that sort of thing? Yeah, dorky glasses. Oh yeah, big thick ones like that. Wow. Hey, did, speaking of gifts, Generation X. Most people remember this. There were two big gifts in general. One really big that were like if you were really rich, you got the GI Joe aircraft carrier. You okay. know what I'm talking about? Yeah. That was never in the Peabody household, nor mine. I mean, that was like you were rich. If you but to be that. fair, I was not a huge GI Joe guy. Really, I I had some. It was I was more of a Star Wars guy. But I didn't even get the Millennium Falcon. I was a big He-Man guy. Okay. Did you get the castle? Skeletor? Yes. Oh, yes. oh, oh yeah. 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 Look at that. Yeah. Okay. That was it, though. <laughs> that was the no, no other place. No. I had a, lot of, had a lot of Legos, too. Now, Legos are, man, those are expensive. Oh, yeah. Holy cow. What a comeback. That's amazing what's happened to Legos. Yeah. They're, like, really, like, it's now more of a art. Yeah. Like, that's what it's designed right. as. It's like, it really, man. An artsy adult. More Whereas of adult with us, thing. it was more like, to- like yeah, you just, build it and right. play. like. What was your other generation X thing? I'm curious. No, that was a Millennium Falcon. It was nowhere near oh. as pricey as the that, that GI Joe aircraft carrier. It was, I think it's like one of the biggest toys ever on record. And what's funny about it? There wasn't much. Like it was really just that platform. It's not like there's a lot of areas to, you know. Just out of curiosity, was Millennium Falcon was Chewbacca on that? I believe so. Why? Is I, my, my friend Sean, he's a listener. He's we call him Chewbacca. See a, oh, okay. I didn't know. I thought he was a Star Wars snob, and you were trying to. <laughs> I'm going to get drilled for that one. You were trying to get me on. No, he is a Star Wars snob, and so is like uh, this thread. Whenever they start, yeah, talking he's Star like the Wars, co-pilot, I, I believe. I, I just like. Oh, you're out. not a Star Wars. Oh guy? my god, I'm no. a Star Wars guy, but I'm not uh, like a like I'm not a fanboy. I'm not going to you know. I you like don't dress up and everything. I don't dress up. Uh, I liked all. I always like the villains. All the villains. Lifesavers. Yeah, sabers, no, sabers, not sabers. Yeah, so, um All right. Football time. I w- we, we were both right last week. Yeah. I listened to the episode. We mm-hmm. were both right. I didn't buy into the hype, even though I was going to the Colts-Steelers game. Start with you. Lions at Minnesota, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two games, two of the last three games are versus the Vikings. Minnesota probably should have beat Cincinnati, dropped the, I mean, just, you know, they didn't look, uh, I don't, first of all, who's good and who's not good, I don't know, because I thought Cincinnati was good, and then all of a sudden Minnesota hung around. Lions at Minnesota, indoors, what do you got? Can you play the cheering? <laughs> <laughs> Lions. Okay, let me know when you're done. All right, there we go. <laughs> go ahead. Lions 21, Minnesota 10. We win the division. 
That's even better than the cheering. Oh, it's like it's, a, it's magical. Yes. <laughs> First time in 30 Can years. Can we have a parade for the division? 30 years. Raise right. the banner. Raise the banner. I was actually, at the, when I was at the Lucas Oil Stadium, there aren't many banners in Lucas Oil Stadium. I, they, they actually, other than that little stretch with Peyton Manning, yeah. have not been very no, good. No, they have. Now, speaking of banners, you know the Lakers put a banner up for the stupid yes, you Come on, man. That. What? I didn't know that the Super Bowl was hosted in Lucas Oil Stadium once, too. There was a Super Who Bowl played there? there. I don't know. I saw the banner. Up there. I didn't know that. All right, um, that brings me to Pittsburgh at home. Lots of turmoil in Pittsburgh. They are playing the Cincinnati Bengals. Now Jamar Chase is out. I don't know if you know that. Is Mike Tomlin still the coach? Mike Tomlin still the coach. Have you ever heard of Mason Rudolph? Oh, God, yeah. You know when his last touchdown pass was? Oh, I give up. It was a few years ago. Detroit, I was at the game. Was it really? It's oh, my God, game. that rain-soaked. <laughs> um, Nate, my son, came up to me today, sent me a text. If the Steelers win out, they are an eighty percent chance of making the playoffs somehow. I I, I don't even I, I can't. Fathom They're seven it. and seven, right? Yes, ten and seven gets you in. I mean, that makes sense. They could win this game against Cincinnati if there's any of the chase, last yeah. three. Like like this is the time. Like this team either has to put up. So I'm going to take them to beat Cincinnati. I think there has to. They're not going to lose this many straight games. So I think they win this game. Law of averages. Yeah, so they'll beat Cincinnati at home. They will lose to Seattle and. Uh, the Ravens the last two weeks, so I'm not saying they're making the playoffs. I also don't think Mike Tomlin should be fired. I, I'm, you know, I like I told my dad, they're just not a good team. Sometimes it's okay. This is what sometimes sports fans have a hard time doing, just saying they're just not good. Yeah, the, there's not a lot of good athletes on the team, and it's okay to say that. So there's only one super good team. So there's 31 teams that are out there. Some of them are good. Some of them are average, and some are just not good. The Pittsburgh Steelers are not that good, so that's where we are there. So, okay, because we won't be able to pick the next game. Do you want to do it now? Do you want to not even say anything about it? Lions at Cowboys. Ooh, that yeah, mm. maybe you should make a pick on that one. That's I've already said the Steelers will lose at Seattle. Man, the Cowboys. I would have said a week ago. God, the week to week. It's tough. I, I, I see them losing that game. I do too. Yeah. But man, they didn't look good the other day, and Lions no, look great. But it's but just gonna, going on the road is it's really a road tough. game. You know. Halfway across the country, I'm gonna I'll go Dallas on that one, and, and, and especially if they clinch, you know, it's sort of like well, they're, but they're still going to be fighting for that yeah, two ish yeah. spot, maybe even higher, depending on if if San Francisco comes back to earth. So, but yeah, I can see Dallas winning that game. All right, well, there you have it. I want we want to wish all of our listeners on Pass the Mic Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, whatever you celebrate, Happy New Year, Happy New Year. Oh, wait, wait, you know what? Oh, the Michigan game. Yeah, I, I don't know. I I, I don't think. I don't know enough to be like – like I would not bet on this game at all. I'm not betting on the game at but all. But you can make a prediction. I think they lose. I think, I, they think, lose. I think they are who they are, and it's still the same result. What's the score? Closer this time. I'll, I'll go 24-17. I think they win a close one. I'm going to say 27-24. Michigan okay. wins a close one. Yeah, I just – I think that – you know. But I wouldn't – let me put it this way. It's not like I'm going to be like, oh, my God, right. they lost – they beat Alabama. I'm right. not – I don't think anyone this year is, you know, like I said, I would be more nervous right now playing Ohio State again, to be totally honest with you. like if I just can't see how you beat a team four times in a row. I know Ohio State beat Michigan a million times in a row, but I just that would be very difficult. All right, well, everybody have a safe and happy holidays. Um, we'd love to get your feedback on the pages, and we will be back with episode 100, 100. to kick off 2024.